Welcome to the Woven Well podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Estes. I'm a certified fertility care practitioner with a master divinity degree. Each episode will cover a topic that helps educate and empower you on your fertility while honoring the deep connection your fertility has with your faith. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Woven Well podcast. Today, we're going to talk about pelvic exams, what they are, how they help, and how you can make it as comfortable of an experience as possible. This is a part of an ongoing series we offer called Advocacy in the Doctor's Office. Last year, we had an episode that focused on how to ask good questions in the doctor's office, and earlier this year, we released an episode about advocacy related to transvaginal ultrasounds. Both episodes were big hits, and I think I know why. Advocacy is incredibly important. We believe that at Woven Well. And here's why it's so important. You are an incredibly valuable human being deserving of the utmost respect and care. Not because you've done anything amazing or have a beautiful face or an impressive job title. You are worthy of respect because God deemed it so. You were made in God's very image. And as a child of God, you are infinitely, eternally valuable. Unfortunately, not everyone seems to understand or remember this at all times. And so it can affect how they interact with us. It's not always intentional. In fact, I'd say most of the time it's totally unconscious. But missing that critical foundation that each human is worthy of respect because of God's love for them can cause them to simply overlook someone, treat them roughly, doubt the importance of their words or experience, or prioritize being quick over being kind. Advocacy helps prevent these unintentional slights on our valuable personhood. How we advocate for ourselves can help us be treated with that dignity and care that we deserve. And so even though it can definitely feel foreign to us to try to practice some of these things, it can be really worth it. Now, before we jump in, I'll go ahead and mention that everything we go over today will be outlined in our online resource located on our website. You can also find our resources on asking good questions and transvaginal ultrasounds there, and all of these resources are totally free. We'll link it in the show notes, but you can find it at wovenfertility.com resources. Okay, let's start with this basic question. What is a pelvic exam? A pelvic exam is an exam that reveals any abnormalities of the vulva, vagina, cervix, ovaries, uterus, and sometimes rectum. It's done in a doctor's office or health clinic, and the only tools involved for a pelvic exam itself are a speculum, a light, and the medical provider's hands. Although often completed at the same time, a pelvic exam is different than a pap smear. A pap smear checks the cervix specifically for cancerous or precancerous cells by using a small little tool to quickly scrape away some cells for testing. Pelvic exams and pap smears are a part of a normal, routine gynecological healthcare to help prevent larger issues from developing. Your doctor may also recommend a pelvic exam to help diagnose specific issues like ovarian cysts, uterine fibroids, even cancer. And if you have something like unusual spotting or pelvic pain, they may also suggest a pelvic exam. 
Currently, pap smears are recommended every three years and pelvic exams every year, but keep in mind that oftentimes that has more to do with when insurance companies are gonna cover the exam than when the patient actually needs one. So how often you get one should be based on medical and family history. But keep in mind that it is preventative, so if they want you to have one done every year, then it's not gonna hurt if need be. Now, many women think of these yearly exams as a real hassle. And I'm not going to say today that they're necessarily fun, but I do think that there are small things that we can do to make them a better experience, and we're going to talk about those today. Some are very practical, and some are more for those who are brand new to exams, more alert to the situation, or feeling nervous or anxious about the experience. I'm going to share them all, and if you find some that are helpful for you, great. Make sure to make use of them, but you don't have to use them all. This is not a suggestion of this is the right way to do this. I'm just going to give you lots of options for ways that you could possibly advocate for yourself, and then it's totally up to you what you may utilize. Okay, here we go. Let's start with a common question. Can you get a pelvic exam done while you're on your period? Each medical provider may have a different preference, but pelvic exams generally can be done on period days. Ideally, it wouldn't be a heavy day of your cycle, but you can call beforehand to find out your doctor's preference about period flow. Now, when it comes to the exam, I think prepping for the best possible experience actually starts before you walk into the room. For instance, it helps if you're not rushed, if you have all the documents you need and you know what to expect as far as things like payments or insurance goes. That's because stress causes tension and tension causes tense muscles. And if there's one thing that makes a pelvic exam uncomfortable, it's tense pelvic floor muscles. So being as relaxed as possible as you arrive is the first step to helping everything go well from there. It can also be very helpful to confirm the medical provider you'll see ahead of time. So if you go to a practice that has more than one medical provider, it's possible that they'll have the nurse practitioner, physician's assistant, or another OBGYN do the exam if your doctor isn't available. You can decide beforehand if you're comfortable with that or not. If you are, no worries. You can be totally flexible about whomever walks into your room. But I have many clients who prefer that exams only be done by the provider they're familiar with, or at the least by a provider of a preferred gender. You absolutely have the right to request that your doctor be a female, for instance. And if she walks in the room and she has a male medical student in tow that you're not comfortable with, just let them know. You get to decide who's in the room with you. They will expect that. And that goes for someone you may choose to bring along with you too. Many mothers choose not to bring their children, and that's a lot of times because offices usually have policies in place that don't allow children to come back in the room. This can make it more challenging for the woman to relax or pay attention to questions if she's focused on her children. Um, but you may choose to bring along your spouse, a family member, or someone else that you trust. I've had women hear me say this and then say, but won't that seem weird to the nurses or to the staff? First of all, no, it won't. <laughs> they are used to it. But second, who cares if it did? This is about making this experience the most comfortable for you. And if that means having your husband or mom or anyone else you trust in the room, go for it. 
Once you get in the room, the nurse will usually take some vitals, ask a few questions, and then ask you to change out of all clothing and cover yourself with a very thin, very breezy paper cover. It could be one piece, it could be two. If it's two pieces, it'll usually be a vest that you wear opening in the front and a paper sheet to go across your legs. Now, there are some clinics out there that do this differently. Bella Wellness, which is a restorative health office in Denver, Colorado, they recently posted on Instagram about how their rooms all have robes in them for this purpose, and I was so impressed. All offices should consider something like this. But for most of us, it's best to prepare to wear basically a paper towel. (laughs) If you'd like to have some article of clothing on, you can consider socks or possibly a loose skirt if either make you feel more comfortable. Now you'll sometimes be sitting in that paper towel for quite a while, so you may wanna bring something along that helps you be occupied at ease until the doctor comes in. This is also about the time that you'll start thinking about maybe like, all the places that you wish you had shaved, don't do that, okay? They do not care. They have seen everything, everything before. It's about you being comfortable, so do not give it a second thought. Now, when the doctor finally comes in, let him or her know if you have any questions for after the exam. So you totally have the right to ask your questions when you're fully clothed, if that's what you prefer. If this is the first time meeting your doctor, they may ask you a question or two to get to know you. I think this is great. Feel free to ask them a question or two back to get to know them. As you get closer to the exam, it is totally fair to ask that your provider let you know what's happening every step along the way before it happens. Even asking for permission before moving on to the next step if you'd like. Honestly, this is a small ask when it comes to these medical providers. They're only doing a few things during this exam. It really takes mere minutes, and these requests add almost no time. But the difference it may make in your experience for you to know ahead of time and feel comfortable and relaxed, that may make a difference in how you feel about future exams for a long time to come. So when it's time for the exam, they'll ask you to slide way down on the table so that your backside is almost hanging off the end. You'll stick the heels of your feet in funny table arms called stirrups and have that paper towel wrap covering your legs. Earlier, I mentioned the tools involved in a pelvic exam, a speculum, hands for a manual exam, and oftentimes a light. A speculum is a tool used to open the walls of the vagina in order for the medical provider to get a clear view of the cervix. There are a lot of different types of speculums. They can be made of metal or plastic, and they come in a variety of sizes, so you can let them know if you prefer metal over plastic or even a smaller size. They have all the way down to pediatric sizes, so it's totally fine for you to let them know your preference, and then they can provide that for you. Now remember how earlier we talked about keeping things loose, the less tense, the better. This is the point where that can really make a difference. If you're feeling nervous and tense, it could make it more difficult, but there are some tricks that you can follow that will make a big difference. First, try taking deep breaths and then keep your facial muscles relaxed. Relaxed facial muscles actually help your pelvic floor muscles relax too. You can also gently push your backside against the table. 
This also helps to prevent that tension from building up in the muscles. The more relaxed, the easier everything goes. But to help even further, they're going to put a generous amount of a lubricant like KY jelly or something like that on the speculum to help things go smoothly. When the speculum is opened, it can feel like a mild pressure around the vaginal opening and internally in the vaginal canal. This is normal. This is okay. If this is a new or scary sensation for you, make sure to take deep breaths during this time. The insertion of the speculum is really when the pelvic exam gets real, but unless you're doing a pap smear, it's also a pretty quick process. So if you are having a pap smear, this is when they'll insert a thin tool to scrape a few cells from the cervix. Some women feel nothing, others feel a mild cramping, um, but this really should not be a really painful experience. If you're not having a pap smear, they'll usually just take a look at the cervix with the light to make sure all looks normal, and then the speculum will be removed, and they'll move on to the manual part of the exam. Remember, it is totally your right to ask that they let you know when they're moving from one thing to the next, that they tell you what they're about to do next, and even that they ask for your permission before doing the next step. If you'd like to take a few deep breaths before any step, you can you are not inconveniencing them. At this point, they'll move on to the manual part of the exam. The medical provider will use two fingers internally and the other hand externally to feel the size of reproductive organs like your uterus and ovaries. This should not hurt or cause discomfort. So if you feel tenderness or pain, let them know. This could be a helpful symptom for them if they're trying to diagnose something. Some doctors will then repeat this process in the rectum to feel for any growths or abnormalities. You can ask your doctor ahead of time if this is gonna be done because not all doctors do this, but they will usually give you a heads up about this one since it's not always standard. Uh, just like the others, this should not be painful at all. Then, congrats, the pelvic exam is done. The entire thing may only take five to 10 minutes. And if at any point in the process you wanna stop, you can tell them and they will. Pelvic exams can feel intimidating. The first time you have one, it can be a nerve wracking experience because it's so new and unknown. And if you've had a negative experience, it may make them feel especially scary or overwhelming. We hope that these tips can provide some support in whatever scenario you find yourself in so that you can feel prepared, equipped, and able to advocate for your comfort. Remember that if you'd like a written form of any of these tips, we've already got it ready for you. We have that available as a free resource on our website at wovenfertility.com resources. I invite you to check it out. We'll also be posting about it on our Instagram page. You can find us there at wovenfertility. You are so incredibly valuable. Who you are as a person and as a woman can never be replicated. You are intimately known and loved by God who designed you with beauty and intention. Your body matters, your experience matters, your comfort matters. I hope you feel these things deeply today. As always, thanks for listening as we continue to explore together what it means to be woven well. Mm -hmm.